subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week which we will dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County. Kate and I's podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode each Wednesday and in that podcast we break down a show from the TLC network past or present but in this episode we're just doing... Royal Housewives of Orange County. Hello, Kate. Hello. Woo! How's it going? Good. I've been. I had a big long day at work, and then I've just been watching, watching, watching. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm drinking my uh, Mick Ultra. I was going to say beverage corner. We like to chat our beverages. So you're doing a Michelob Ultra. Yes. Okay, puff. I am doing something that I don't usually do, but it was all I had in my drinks bar cabinet thing. Is a little Aperol spritz. <gasps> That's so refreshing. What a summery drink. And I it's think summer- it, yeah, because it's so gorgeous outside. It's like perfect for leather. Either I'm not really a huge fan of it, but um it's orange liqueur. So I thought, well, that will go with Orange County, stay on theme. Mm. Yeah, it's summer now, so so chit. Oh God, actually, I really don't like this actually. But anyway, I'll drink it. <laughs> Definitely, still drink it. Um, <laughs> speaking of drinks, Cosmopolitan Pump Tini. I'm going to pump tomorrow. So happy for you that you get to go one more time thank you so much thank you so much so guys I um I was at a friend's um screening of their movie earlier in the week and I had we were there and we were like oh when are we going to see each other next and we started talking about VPR and I went hang on pump's closing I was like when is it closing so I googled it it's closing the day before I think it's the third or the fifth it's around the holiday and I went, holy shit, we have to go. So um, we kind of made tentative plans for a couple of days, options, right? Because pump's about to close. It's going to be manic. I didn't know if I'd get a table. I was like, I wonder which day will be best, you know. And we were going to do a weekday to make sure we could get a table. And then they were like, well, let's do um, 
you know, I don't know if I can do that. Let's do Friday instead. And I was like, oh, there's no way. Um, There were so many tables available. I was like, sorry, what? I honestly, it's a Friday night in West Hollywood. And it was like, yeah, when, whenever, when you want to come. I, like, I guess that's why they're closing too many it, nights like that. Okay, it was shocking. And then I went all the way through next week, which is their last week in business. And it was like table available, table available, table available. Wow. I know. And yeah. I will add that I'm going for obviously agent in the field work for the pod um, for old time's sake and um, to see who I can spy. But also, you know, I'm not going there for the food because, guys, it's pub food at like a Chaconi's price. It's kind of ridiculous. So, um, I did notice they have a happy hour. So I said to my friend, that's when we're going. Sorry, we're getting happy hour. I'm going absolutely yeah. happy hour. So, okay, I will get lots of photos. I am hoping someone will pop in. I mean, the time that Kate and I went, guys, that it couldn't have been better if we tried Kate. The first person we saw was Peter the Pirate. Right away. And he doesn't even work there. He works in Sir, But he was there. He was there. We are like, oh, okay, we saw, we saw Peter. Yep. So great. great. We saw our Bravo Liberty. Festful night. Yep. Then we were seated. And they put us in a table in front of Lisa, Ken, Jiggy R.I.P., and Puffy, and one of their friends. We were just like, and the same night, Leah Black from Real Housewives of Miami was there, but she was like at the beginning of the, it was really weird. She was like placed at a table to the side. We were in front of them. So all night we were watching them. It, and then we spoke to Ken, touched Puffy and Jiggy. Yep. It was a dream, Kate. It was so like just one of the best nights out ever. It was so it, fun. It was. And then all three of us went to the, we <laughs> they went to surf for a drink and we literally just walked through, like many of them have done, walked through the kitchen. We were like, shit, just walk through here, walk through. And we went out down those stairs to the back alley and we sat and we had a cigarette in the back alley. I mean, it was perfect. Perfect night. Oh my gosh. I think she even had, there was a celebrity also eating with them, but I can't even remember who. It was just, I mean, as soon as we saw Peter the Pirate and our friend, we were both dating people at the time and our friend was single and we were like, you have to sleep with Peter the Pirate, please just sleep with Peter the Pirate. And she was like, all right. I mean, (laughs) we just want to be a step closer to them. But no, I think... You know, I'm, it's a Friday night. We had gone on a Friday night. It wasn't a Saturday. I think it was a Friday. Pretty sure it was Friday. So I'm just going to see. But it's the it's the second to last week. This place is going to be closing. And there are tons of tables. I do, we're going early. So I think we're going to stay leisurely drink at the very cheap. Well, not very cheap. Cheaper prices. And, um, and I'm just going to stay. I'm going to make those drinks last. Yeah. I think you have a good chance of seeing someone because it's okay. you know, maybe Lisa's circle, like people maybe want to stop by, pay their respects before it's closed. I know. Like, let's I, hope. I'm really hoping, guys. So I will report back next week. I mean, if I'm there and DJ James Kennedy is next to me, I'm going on a live. I If Lisa's there, I'll go on a live. So be sure to follow us. 
and tender loving care podcast at um on instagram um because you never know what friday may bring you never know kate knows my luck it's really wild (laughs) so and there's nothing more that i want than for you and james to interact just Mm -hmm. having that bond you know I will go so I'm not from London but I will go so London and I'll (laughs) start dropping all my teas I'll be like yeah whatever James yeah my boy (laughs) (laughs) and we'll become best friends Uh. (laughs) friends with them um I'm seeing him in I see him in random ads on my phone all the time now like for different like apps and games I saw that I know they're just making bang I did go past uh, listeners I did go past something about her um two days ago and they're they've just started not boarding up but putting stuff all in the interior of the windows because people keep peeping in taking videos like myself um so that should be I'm sure that opening will be eminent if I can get get there when they open I will do everything I can we're definitely going there the next time I'm in town absolutely um, all right, so that is a bit of Bravo news, but on to more Bravo. We are now on to Kate, our third episode of the new season of Real Housewives of Orange County, entitled. Now, I had to reread this like four times, and then we got it as we saw it in the episode. We cut it close Duh. in parentheses. Close. I, c- what? Unclear. Unclear, Unclear Kate. I had no idea what was happening um, with that title. And so I don't know. I mean, my first note is Heather with her, her storyline is like all about like, oh, my twins are leaving for college and I'm going to, you know, it's all about me and I'm going to return to acting. And it's like, guys, I love this episode. By the way, I think we're in for a good season. (laughs) We got the new intros, Kate. So I don't know if you took much notice of the intros, but when we got to Tamara's and it gets revisited in the episode, who's in the background of her family? Eddie, obviously, and Ryan, the son. And he's wearing a massive cowboy hat in the intro. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. We'll get to that later. But we see um, Fisker, Darling, darling Fisker, who we did dedicate last episode to because Fisker has moved on to the next realm. Um, but we did see him um humping. That was nice, stunning. I just put stunning. And then we saw Archie. So I like that we're getting the dogs in a lot. Kate and I appreciate that like nothing else. Yeah. It's I'm the sorry. best part of Lisa's scenes, I feel, is just like, oh, a lot of Lisa's a- charm to me is her animals. Oh, there's always puff somewhere in the room. It's outstanding. Yeah. Um so you're right, Heather. Now, you know, you know what we said about Heather. And I was listening to um Danny Pellegrino, who everybody knows and loves, I'm sure. Um, and he's very, you know, he's funny. He calls um Gina and Emily. He calls <laughs> he calls Gina Casita and Emily Hip. And I'm like, that is so perfect. Casita, so he's like, Casita and Hip were in. And I'm like, oh, that is so perfect. Um <laughs> he had said about Heather he said you know Heather is a housewife that I'm okay hating and I get what he means you know there's some housewives that you just can't stand and don't want to see them on the tv but then there's ones that you hate because they're just horrible but they're great housewives 
And I kind of get that with Heather because she's so obnoxious and transparent. This scene, Kate, it's, it's, we are such a great, completely on the same level, happy family. All of us have the most amazing family dynamics and look how nice we are to the help. We see them talking, opening scene with them talking to the personal shop chef. So what's on? What's for dinner tonight? Oh, doesn't that sound great? Isn't that wonderful? She is like in this constant commercial and it's all transparent. Like I know she's rehearsed this scene. She's told the kids what to wear and how to look like it's you're not normal living in a house with 18 bathrooms and a personal chef. She's trying to be so relatable and no one's buying it, Heather. (laughs) No one, no one. And this personal chef cooking their dinner and they're sat there. I'm like, I, I, plus, uh, by the way, if I had enough money, yes, of course I'd have a personal chef. Nothing about that. It's about that she has never been, never be, she's trying to be relatable now to stay on this show, but it's it's disingenuous because there are people that are super, super, like Lisa Vanderpump, I know she's polarizing, but you know she talks to the people that work for her just like she talks to everybody else. You've seen her interact. I don't think, because she has come from, you know, very humble beginnings and worked her arse off to get where she is and she just has a way of speaking to people that I think is universal she's tough but she's fair but Heather I told you Jeff Lewis doesn't lie and he said she is the most appalling person to wait staff and it says everything about someone yeah you know her staff is just leaving where the room where the cameras are and just rolling their eyes absolutely so we get this the massive diatribe again about I want to be myself again and be Heather Page Kent and go back into acting. Okay. And, we, and they trot out these same two <laughs> photos of her pilots that she was on the two pilots, which don't get me wrong. It's a huge accomplishment to get on a pilot. It's yeah. very hard to get on a pilot. Very actually. hard. But the way she that. talks about it is like, oh, back in my acting days, as if she was on Friends or something. Hey, it's so you- funny. You nailed it. I wrote in here, I cannot see these Heather Page Ken shots of her on the jet. And she was with Jenny McCarthy. If she mentions Jenny McCarthy one more time or the Jenny show, I, I can't do it. I, I can't. I just, you know, I can't. Jenny McCarthy would be like, oh, is, is she on Bravo now? What was her name? <laughs> like, look, dude, you you were on a couple of shows. You did a lot more than a majority of people that pursue acting did. You were successful. Then you married someone and are now a multi-multi-millionaire. And you're still on TV, by the way. You're still on TV. So you have fame that you so desire. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it and live in it. Live with your 18 bathrooms and being on Bravo. I know. I'd almost prefer that she just leaned into how yes, and just was like... Oh my, and she, and she is like this, but in this sort of, this sort of hidden way. And I, I wish that she was really, I mean, she's definitely given tours of her, you know, I remember when she first got the house done, no. and like, look no. at my friend's house. So she does flaunt her wealth, but yeah. I almost kind of wish she was a little bit more. <laughs> 
like into it instead of absolutely oh look at me you know just with my kids at the breakfast table and exactly she isn't playing the game right she (laughs) thinks she is she thinks she is but she isn't as bravo watches like all of us guys you know that if you say like you say kate if she was like yeah i am rich and you know i'm getting a private jet and that's who i am i never you know i didn't get where i wanted in hollywood but now I've got a ton of money. So fuck all of you. You know, she was I like know. I, I just want to hear her be like, I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, We'd be like, you have 10 more seasons. Andy will sign on the dotted line. You're good. But instead it's this faux, well, darling, is that champagne? And I know I'm just being silly because I'm I like, shut up. Oh, <laughs> too much, too I much. Um, so then we get to cut. Now we RIP cut fitness. I mean, this is a huge storyline. Mm. We are preparing cameras completely hungover, which I, I appreciated seeing a hungover. It still looked better than majority of people on their best day. But anyway, she's hungover, she's in the gym, and we're getting this um like all these these memories I remember, which we flash back to later, of the opening party of Cut Fitness with Lydia. Blech, and um Alexis, Jesus Jugs, um, being told to get out, <laughs> and the famous Pentagon Xanax, Lydia. I mean, it was brilliant. I know, and we find out we get the throwback to uh, what's that? You said their nicknames earlier, Gina and Sita Emily. And I know. I was just thinking the nickname. <laughs> We get a throwback to them meeting there. Like we kind of get each of the women saying their connection to cut fitness. It was great. And (laughs) I think this episode was brilliant, Kate, because they were setting up numerous fights to come. And I deeply appreciated it. They were laying the bricks. They were really putting in the work to, yeah. And it's all, I liked, so we saw the cut fitness interaction between, um, um uh Tamara talking about how she kind of regretted all the stuff she said to Shannon and then Jen who I still have a hard time figure figuring out and looking at just in general she's just so OC it's it's OC like 2008 it's just hard and then um so we have that but so it's kind of full circle with this party they're going to do to close cut fitness then G- Gina and Travis now listen I am trying to be a nicer person in general all right. I'm trying that so this podcast can be a place of security for a lot of people. Having said that, I wrote in my notes, trying to be kind, let's just say this is about Jean and Travis when we get them in that house. Let's just say that their decor suits their appearance and personalities. I struggled. I struggled a lot with with this scene so what the scene (laughs) a lot (laughs) she's wearing a lot of hardware as well in her oh because she thinks one person commented on her necklace like a year ago and she's like oh yeah oh my god let me just get like more necklaces and she has no concept of fashion i I get why everyone's annoyed of her being on the show, but for some reason, I just can't dislike her. I don't know. Kate. I don't know why. I just can't dislike her. But um, 
the scene is her and Travis practicing for their real estate uh, test. They're going to, they're going to get their license um, so they can start their real estate empire together. Cool. (laughs) And uh, she's like, oh yeah, Travis, like, oh, he's going to pass it. No problem. And you know, I will have the fashions. And I was like, I wanted, yes, you will have some fashions. (laughs) it, you will have some looks and those looks will not be good. Let's put it that way. Like a this big con- impact. <laughs> this confessional look where she has this um, uh, like bustier type of thing on and she's been self-tanned just on her chest. And so her arms are white. It's She's so ridiculous. I am, I, I'm angered by it. I am angered by her choices in fashion. She's a busy lady, Polly. Yeah. She doesn't have time to get the whole hundred kids. She's whatever. Um, <laughs> then <laughs> we get, oh, so we oh. see that they're going back and forth. Yeah, you know what I'm getting into. So then we, they go back and forth about whatever this test, and it's like, um, and Travis's face, I couldn't pick him out of a crowd. Not a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell. So then we see. A car with Shannon and Jen John Johnson. Jensen, John Johnson. John, John. Jacob Jingle (laughs) Hyersmith. Jensen. (laughs) And I just wrote in block capitals, white denim. It wasn't even, it wasn't the white jeans this week. It was a white denim little jean jacket. Little denim jacket. Shannon. Stop wearing skinny jeans and stop with what big wedges and stop wearing white denim completely anywhere on your body. This is an intervention. It is. My note is <laughs> Shannon, an empath, goes to a crystal shop because her energy healer told her she needs protection. I, 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 she is the most neurotic, wound up. She is deeply depressed and allegedly an alcoholic. I mean, you don't need to be in a crystal shop right now. You need to be on a full-on re like rehab detox. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Counseling, you need like Swiss doctors. You need they need to fly them over from Austria and Switzerland to just examine you and sort you out. You do not need to be wandering around some crystal shop in OC. Give me a break with white wearing white denim. Okay. Oh, 
we did the flashback. I love the difference in how she looked. I know. I didn't even, for a second, I was like, who's that? And I was like, oh, it's her. Hey, and it, we're not talking about weight fluctuate. Well, I'm, I'm not, we're not, you know, it's not about weight fluctuation, right. even though there definitely has been. She was minuscule then, but it's the, she's had so many surgeries on that face. Yeah. The, the, the facial, the facial composition has changed. It uh, was shocking. Yeah. So she's, I just love this whole interaction with this crystal shop lady. Oh, checked out, but trying to give off that she was very knowledgeable. It was so funny because Shannon was like, yeah, I, um, I just feel like I feel everything that everyone around me is feeling and it drains me. And Mm. the is just nodding. She's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's like you're an empath and like whatever everyone else is feeling, you feel it and it drains you. And Shannon was like, yes, <laughs> she I just knew. repeated back what Shannon I know said. it was, it was bad. <laughs> and then we got a little tidbit. I'd forgotten this. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but we, we you know, um, Shannon starts talking about her and Jen John Johnson's, um, JJ's, uh, JJ's relationship. And she's like, you know, we've, we, we made the three years, which is so crazy to think they've been together three years, but, um, she goes, you know, when I live in my house, which still so bitter at the ex, still so bitter, she's like, which my ex used to call the house of screaming women. Anyway, I'm over all of that. I was like, whoa, Shannon. Um, she goes, but John and John lives on his place because he loves the water. I'd forgotten JJ lives on a houseboat. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. He lives on a houseboat. When she said that, I was like, on the water. I was like, yeah, didn't he have some storyline that he lives on a boat? Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> swear. I swear that's what it was. That tracks. Yeah. So then she gets a call, Kate, from Tamara, which Tamara, you don't need to do this much, dude, I don't think. She's doing a lot. Um, so Tamara is doing several things she's moving the plot line forward she's a very good producer (laughs) she's a self-producer so she's moving the plot line forward she also is having that sort of shame spiral the day after you drink and you're like what did I say and so she FaceTimes Shannon while Shannon's at the crystal shop and she's apologizing and inviting her to the cut fitness closing party she is and Shannon's loving every second of it and well you know I'll see but anyway have a good day whatever Shannon and then she goes and cries with JJ um then we see Emily we get a little clip of Emily she goes over to her parents-in-law who we are very familiar with this was the mother-in-law that one when Emily was saying my marriage is a disaster I'm extremely depressed I don't know how to cope with anything your son is a monster to me the mother said well, when I was angry and upset, you just go and scream in the toilet and then feel better. So we meet them again um, ooh, with their gargantuan house as well. They've got a massive house and the kids and she's kind of just complaining about the kids. Oh, and her mother, that that's a very dark issue for Emily and her relationship with her mother. We met the mother before and she suffered from very, very tough mental illness for a long time since Emily's been a, a, a girl. So I think Emily's trying to have a relationship with her again, but it's been very, very hard. So that was really sad. That was really sad hearing about that. Yeah. Then this is the scene, Kate, I want you to take us into it. This is the scene that 
is start is one of the pe- being peppered in of what's to come a massive fight that's going to come up yes um well mm. the next note i have did mm. we skip over this or not the next note i have is about the film exactly is this that what is you're like saying okay taylor's house yes make sure we're on the same page okay so Taylor, they're doing this back and forth thing that they do where, you know, two people are in the confessionals telling the same story. And we are hearing about how when they were drinking on the boat last episode. Yes. Taylor (laughs) pitched to Heather that there's actually an available role in this film that she has coming up that she's in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Heather in the moment was like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun thinking that you know it it would never come to fruition and she would never have to hear about it again or whatever she's just being nice and she gets a video the next day from taylor saying this is the set this is your desk because she's gonna play a i don't know she has a desk and she's like this is your desk this is the set heather's like what you were serious this is happening (laughs) And Taylor's like, yeah, come to the session and we're going to, we're going to work on the scene with this Broadway actress turned coach, acting coach. So come on over. And so we get this scene with them acting, uh, sort of doing a line reading for their together in this, what I'm assuming is a semi low budget film. Yeah. Now we, I don't want to hop on it too much, but we didn't discuss last week that when Taylor said that, that line to Heather, I don't know if you saw it, but I swear a, a professional on micro um, micro movements or, you know, when these people will sit and like look at serial killers and identify when they're lying and their triggers and how they move their bodies or a slight adjustment, you, they would have a field day with Heather because I remember Taylor sat there and she's, you know, I actually got a part in a movie. And Heather, that robotic face just changed. Oh, how great. She said, and, you know, I wondered if maybe you could help me with the acting coach. She's like, I would love to. And I swear her entire body shifted. And then we go to this. And by the way, now, Taylor's house. I, (laughs) um, Lots of dark wood and high back chairs. And all I could think of, dare I say, the house looked identical to her old one in Beverly Hills. It was identical. It was that mid-2000s dark wood, high back chairs. And I looked around this house and I was like, interesting choice. Anyway. Anyway, um, so yeah, we see Heather comes in and she starts. So they've had that confessional talk and she comes in and she's like, you know, but there's loads of things, which is true in Heather's part. You can't just offer me a part. I need to know, is it union or non-union? Uh, um, that was interesting. She mentioned even non-union, but she was like, um, you know, you, I need to check if I'm available, talk to my manager, pay scale, da, 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 which is all completely true. And it was ridiculous of Taylor just being like, you should take a part. You've got the part. Like, that was ridiculous, but A, Taylor's not an actor. We find out that she got this, because I didn't understand this, but she got this because one of her friends as a director was like, you should come in on the movie. Well, any director worth their their weight is 
probably not going to go down that path of just hiring mates. That's what I'm going to say. And Kate, this script was um, was something, huh? Very gripping dialogue here challenging I would say many reasons so as soon as this had come up last week I was like there's something here and this is showing Heather is going to go for blood on this one because she's going to make it all about as we've seen a preview for next week they have a screaming match which is fantastic um but Heather goes it was not your role to offer me and then you said stuff about my acting career and I'm like there are so many things that Heather is so has trained herself so well in not to react to get to have this certain persona on this show but one thing that will always trigger her is her acting career it's always going to trigger her so anyone that's smart in that cast go after that because you will be guaranteed a fight with her so we see that this is gonna blow up which i'm really excited about yeah me too because this is such it's so much more entertaining uh, for her storyline, as opposed to her picking out layouts for her kid's dorm room. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about that. So mm-hmm. I was happy to see that we have something else going on yes. that's going to make her a little interesting on the season. So uh, yeah, this was fun. This was fun to watch. What did and you then, think of the coaching yeah. and everything? The coaching, um, Heather, I just felt the tension. I felt yeah. it in that room. Heather wouldn't stand up and say, you don't do it like this, you do it like that. You could just, it was palpable. Um, I Then we get the final scene is the cut fitness party. And when I, when Taylor comes in with her husband and she said, we've been married for over eight years. Where has the time gone? Where has the time gone? I know. It's wild. We this get- has so long. I know we get the flashback to the opening party, which was great with Lydia and everything we just discussed. Then Eddie walked in on with his outfit for the night. Now, I don't know if he's aware of what year we're in, and I'm I know I'm cutting people down this week, but Eddie came in with his hair gelled up in a faux hawk, whatever it was. With a shirt on, with a deliberately loosened pink tie. And I didn't know whether he was going to try and get me entrance into a club, like they do, or or he was closing a gym. I didn't know what he was doing, but it was deeply unsettling. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) It's a lot, Kate. And I know I'm cutting down all of these people, but Eddie, what are you wearing? What (laughs) what are you wearing? It was like, and it was one of those shirts that has a terrible like pattern on the inside. It was like a white and pink striped or something and then had like an affliction style stuff on the end. It was so awful. I just, I I honestly didn't know what to make of it. I really thought he was going to have like a little cuff on as well leather cuff it feels like in orange county the retail stores must also just be like portal time Mm. machines like every retail store back in time like 15 years i think that's accurate and then so we see her and we meet sandy tamra's mom and that boyfriend (laughs) 
I'm getting obsessed with who that boyfriend is because he does not look like he's aware there's cameras on him. That's, I don't think he knew where he was. I didn't think he knew what was going on. I don't think he knew that Sandy was part of a reality TV show. I don't think he knows anything, but I liked seeing him for that little glimpse. Yeah, hopefully we get a little bit more of those two. Yes. There's something there. Uh, Then what do we have here? So, oh, okay. So then we have Gina and Heather posted up at a little table. Yes. uh, Sipping on their drinks. And Gina decides to bring up to Heather, do you follow Jen on social media? And... We find out that Jen posted a TikTok where she is celebrating getting through the pandemic and her yoga studio surviving and thriving through through this hardship. Apparently, it was one of these TikTok trends. Yeah. You know, it's like post this sound and whatever. And Sheena's like, that was tacky. Like you're going to your friend's business closing party the next day. And I was just like, this is pretty forced. (laughs) And Heather was like, I don't think this would be a place to bring that up. It is strange, but whatever. And Heather was so, did you notice that when Gina was showing us, she's like, turn the volume down. Like she was so used to like being a sneaky bitch. I like to (laughs) So they watch it and you know, Gina's going to bring it up. So they all sit down to hibachi, which I was a choice. I really thought that whole place was going to go set on fire. But um, they all sit down and, oh, well, we also must say we saw Ryan and he's now a farmhand or a, tra- what's the word? Like a rancher. rancher yeah. Which is wonderful. He's working with animals, but he is still very challenging. So, um they talk about gents, they sit down, and then, of course, Gina, it was so obvious. She just leans over Emily and says, So, Jen, I don't know, because we realize here, of course, Gina hates Jen and is after her because there's this whole thing about Jen having an affair. And this is the crux of it all. Gina's after Jen because Jen had an affair um, while she was married with the guy she's with now, another Ryan. And um, Gina is quite understandably very triggered and very upset she went through hell with her husband absolute hell with her husband that cheated on her when she had three small very very young children so it's a very very tough thing for gina to deal with which i have empathy for so she's after jen now so she goes what about that story to, in front of everyone of course tamra's like what and you see that little tamra when she starts to get when she switches you see that face you see the mouth going you see it all oh, they're starting to edge out yeah no, i love it <laughs> and gina who's wearing her best claire's accessory diamante choker is like well you know i, I didn't know what that was I, I didn't know what that was and tamra's like you celebrating did you go to bass lake that's a real that's <laughs> <laughs> a real callback for you there guys she said were you celebrating that we were closing and she goes Jen was like of course I wouldn't wasn't doing that of course I wasn't doing that you'd think I'd do that she's I don't know I'm asking you I'm asking you but they kind of hugged it out at the end and were okay but all of these things are being dropped in for us Kate then we find out next episode they're like oh you know Tamara does is, was the one selected by production to talk about their first girls trip she's like he's work. Ryan's working as a ranch now 
I thought, like, why don't we go to a dude, a dude ranch or whatever? And they're going to one in Montana. And all I could think of was when our girls um, of of um, Roni, of Real Housewives of New York, went. And I'm wondering if it's the same place. That would be so, they went to Montana Dude Ranch. There can't be, I don't know how many there would be, but I will recognize it instantly because Ramona bullied Kristen the entire time, which which full circle she's probably doing right now as we record because they're on girls trip together in St. Bart's. Um, We had Heather getting drunk and getting in a fight with Kristen there about being a boss. We have Sonia not wanting to do anything. Um, Carol dressing up as a bear. I mean, a lot happened. Oh, Luann being so upset because Sonia was being terrible to her about the facialist. I mean, there is that she that claimed Luann loves to be in charge in bed and loves French short men. I mean, there was a lot that happened at that ranch. So I need to revisit that. I don't really remember that very well. It was a good one. Poor Kristen was just they remember they went rock climbing. Heather's like, you shouldn't do this. You can't do it's brilliant. Anyway, so when they said that, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna go to the same place that would be fun that would be fun um so we saw that preview and Kate we saw uh we saw Heather getting into it with Taylor yes and in this episode we can't forget there's that whole scene of Emily interrogating Jen about the affair Mm. and she's really going in and asking about the timeline of everything and she gets to is she's like so you're husband you like had him move to live with your parents in a different state and work for them right around the time you were like starting your affair so you kind of did that to just get him out of the way right (laughs) tough 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 and you know going back to Danny Danny Pellegrino as we started this you know he he said that he doesn't trust Jen he says I feel and he is an expert like us like we are um and I feel he said, I don't trust her. I think there's something there. And I don't know. I don't know what to make of Jen. I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's saying. I just don't know what to make of her. She's like if an AI bot. Yeah. Sort of. Very true. Very yeah. true. We'll see. I mean, we we'll have this see. whole affair storyline that's obviously going to get brought up again. Yeah. We're going to get Taylor and Heather going at it, which I appreciate um it's there's a lot going on and I'm here for all of it I'm excited I was excited about this episode it's like well done and I think Tamara's going to be activated many times which we love I want to see her and Shannon go at it again I really want them to have a full-on drag out fight yeah because they had sort of a fake apology hugging moment at one party and I think it's a band-aid for the moment but they're definitely gonna fight again yeah. I think so. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, as always, we want to thank you for listening because you're all dream angels. And to remind you that we obviously have this comes out on a Friday. And on a Tuesday, we have our coverage of a 90 day fiance the other way. And on Wednesday, we have our wheel of shame episode. Plus, if you um, are part of our Patreon or our subscribers, uh, which is only five bucks a month, guys, five bucks a month, you get an extra two episodes a month. Every other week, we release a deep dive that Kate and I will go into on a very bizarre, odd, obscure, intense, paranormal, missing persons 
crazy subject documentary uh past or present we have a ton of stuff that we go through it's not necessarily bravo or tlc it's just stuff that we're interested in that we think you will be too so please go ahead and sign up you can see it in your feed wherever you're listening to this podcast right now it will say subscriber episode we've already covered some kooka duke docus click on that sign up five bucks a month it means a lot thank you thank you yes we are about to record our next episode which is shiny happy people if you've heard of that it's about the duggars and woo that's gonna be a lot to talk about and we're excited to share our thoughts with that on about that with you um also tell a friend about the show if you enjoyed this episode please share it send it text it to a buddy and tell them they should listen to this pod absolutely we appreciate you being here and we'll talk to you soon we love you bye bye hey Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.